Five, four, three, two, one. Let's go. It's so, so true. I'm the storyteller, dropping the realness from my experience. HRS in the building, me and boundaries, we ain't never been friends. Yeah, it's the logical genius. I don't think you're ready for this knowledge I'm about to drop. You are now listening to My Five Cents. My Five Cents. My Five Cents Podcast. And welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of the My Five Cents Podcast, the family debate show where we three cousins talk about everything and nothing all at the same time. If you go ahead and enjoy the show, go ahead and do that FFLLS. What's that all stand for, HLS? (laughs) Find, follow, like, love, share. So go ahead and do all of those things if you like what you listen to and go ahead and tell a friend, tell a friend. How y'all feeling this week, fellas? Good, man. I can't complain, man. Good, man. Really, really, really good. Okay. I know me. I am in the Halloween spirit where we are all about tricks or treats. So it is going to be a treat to talk about the conversation that we got going on today. And we're going to get right into this introduction. We got two guys that like movies and they talk about it. They have a show that's been running for two years that they have been about their passion for about 20 years. This crew does a live broadcast that is available to you on YouTube every Tuesday at 9 a.m. and they drop additional content on Thursday. I want you to please welcome to the show, Mr. Royal and Durden from the TTFT show. Welcome, 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 fellas. What's going on, fellas? Welcome, guys. Thank you very, very much for having us. No, that's the best that, you can do. He just read that nice intro, and that's the best shit you can give us. <laughs> I, choked, I choked on the air. It wasn't yeah, what to speak. Oh, oh, and it's it's nine p.m. Nine a.m. is what I tell him to make sure that he's. Uh, What's that mean? Ready in time. <laughs> well, um, I got I got the same question he had. What do you mean, you people? I never said. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's all right. Here, Here we, we are, go. Guys. Here we go. So uh, let's just start off with TTFT. What does it stand for? Uh, for the earmuffs kids, uh, that's the fucking trailer. And for corporate sponsors, that's the final trailer. That's the fantastic trailer, just TTFT. Um, yeah, that's what it stands for. And okay. we, again, the origin of that is from, if anybody's ever seen Tropic Thunder, yes. when Ben Stiller is so into that thing, he thinks that scene is happening so bad. And after he's like, all right, cut. And that's the trailer right there. And so oh. we adopted that when we do film and I, one of us feels like we nailed a scene. We'll, we don't let the director cut it. We'll like, cut. That's the trailer right there. <laughs> I like, I like it. I like nice. It. I like that origin story. Thank you, sir. So you say that your your passion for about 20 years. What exactly are you passionate about? What is your passion? Film. Just telling, making, telling stories. The whole process. Writing, casting, producing, shooting, editing, promoting, premiering. And of course, acting. And so I like that the least. I know, but that's where I come in. We're, we're basically a yin and yang. And it's crazy because he'll tell you when I first started, again, the passion came from I only wanted to be an actor. And until I became one, I just had this mindset of, oh, it's going to happen one day. And then when I really got into my craft, I started realizing if I'm going to play golf, I don't need just one club. So acting wasn't going to be enough. So I self-taught mm-hmm. myself how to edit, how to, you know, uh, direct the photography, everything, just all YouTube university, summa cum laude, <laughs> top of the class, <laughs> that motherfucker right there in the front. Yeah. So basically when I came back to him and now I can do all the things that he could do when we first met, he was like, oh shit, you're my best friend. All my other motherfuckers just need me to do shit. You can actually do the shit I do. And I'm like, and I can act. I'm still that shit. So 
we still we pretty much focused our our, our livelihood on stuff as our one thing that we had in common was what that we just didn't talk about doing stuff we actually finished it accomplished it promoted mm-hmm. it and went on to something else versus saying i got an idea yeah kids have ideas adults finish things and have game plans and so that's what we did. yeah we kind of defaulted in into each other just by everybody around us saying oh man i was thinking about doing this or i was thinking about doing that or what if we did this and nothing ever happened mm-hmm. and we'd be the only ones that were doing anything so we to just... quote Stone, tony stark's dad no amount of money ever bought a second of time yeah, <laughs> yeah um, i guess uh, avengers endgame huh? hey there we go uh, See, guys, you guys we got to bring these guys on sometime all right Listen. we gotta bring them on the, I have some salty feelings. One about of the that. best sequels ever. <laughs> Check out that well, episode. It's funny you say that, David. What did, what did I just tell you was one of the best sequels ever? I've seen this shit like ten times recently. Terminator Two. Fuck you. I you know I know that. Don't Maverick. don't don't pull my '80s car. Fucking Top Gun Maverick. Oh, I watched yeah, that yeah. shit like fifteen times, man. Everyone fucking loves that shit. I haven't seen it yet. I, I oh. still have to see it, but yeah, I haven't I'm, I'm seen it. Kicking either. myself. So not so, oh my it. god, what that is? The habitual line step will know what I'm talking about. That's why his hands are up. Yeah, yeah exactly. Nobody, nobody, nobody can see him. His hands up <laughs> yeah, but he puts his hands up. Nobody he just does that sometimes. Listen, he'll be in Target and he'll put his hands up. Starbucks, he'll put his hands up. Like Royal, we're connected. Don't listen to these other clowns. Thank you, brother. Thank yeah. you. Pick it up what I'm putting down. <laughs> so, so speaking of speaking of passion, how how when did you guys discover like you were you had were passionate about film? I was, I was seven, I was 16, 17. I, I, I went to TV production at high school, but okay. it was really like, by the time I was in TV production, I had already, I, I was at a friend's house and they were shooting a movie with a home video camera. And I, it just never dawned on me that that thing that was sitting in my dad's closet could be used to make the things that I loved watching. Mm-hmm. And as soon as that clicked it was all over like every waking hour social life was done like unless we were creating something there wasn't really it didn't really go beyond that that was my you know whatever I had to do to sustain my life and then video camera I would say for me it was a much earlier than that because again remember I just wanted to act and it was um I don't have it's not a secret I'm not the most athletic person in the world so um when I didn't get picked for teams and all this other stuff like my mom knew I was going to get into no summer there's no AAU none of that shit was happening for me thank she has a good eye so she used to see my grandmother's house in um Alachua Florida and so for I want to say six seven summers straight from the time to six to almost 13 all I did was watch TV at least 22 hours a day and like he say from watching stuff like Quantum Leap and watching them her watch the stories like I had to watch the stories so I can take control of the TV after the stories and you do that every night and one day you realize so you don't say it right then but you, you know it's what you want to do for the rest of your life you know you'll do it if your bills can be paid because even when i was that small i'm like i didn't i didn't have an ego to say i was better than those guys i said i know i can at least be as good because mm-hmm. i wanted to tell stories and entertain people and what me and him always talk about we don't really have, i mean we do have to write a will one day but we never have to people are no, we don't have to like people are never going to miss us because we live in an era to where we me and him have done so much that if our kids or family members want to see us they can always see us so that's why it's so passionate yeah. that we always do when, such when a did good you job say your aspirations for acting began like what age i want to say six or seven yeah it's probably like oh, four wow. or five for me that this motherfucker wasn't that birth why, no why, why, why having a seven up when you can one up what the hell are you doing was, over here it was my pap's vhs collection i just you know the love for movies began at a very young age for both of well, us. Well, I think what we both, again, would say is that it started at an early age, and here's the thing. Me a little bit younger. <laughs> yes, um, I'm not going to 
to say that on their family show. But with that being said, I will say this. The one thing we did learn is that, again, it's our passion. And, and when you truly care about something, there is no plan B. Plan When people say, what's your plan B? I tell them to not let plan A fail. Mm. Oh, nice. 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 I've you tried that. I haven't quoted that. I've I've tried that is me, but y'all can use it. The plan B is <laughs> to always smell the fact that the plan A was way more important. Well, you never had a pregnant girlfriend you didn't like. Hell, see what I did there? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh I, I've had to get plan B and went. Well, like, well, oh, well, well, if, we're, set... if we're going to go get this, we might as well make it a plan C before we go. Oh. Sorry, guys. It's all okay. right. With your guys' love for movies, how did the pandemic impact your viewership in 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 essence i love going to the movies uh movies are, are cool uh watching at home is cool but there's something about actually going to the theater yeah uh that's the only place where i could watch a movie and not be distracted like there's no phones there's no talking there's no like i can go to the bathroom break like i'll hold it I'm going to, uh, the pandemic had absolutely, first of all, we're in Florida, so there's always a pandemic. Mm, what pandemic? Uh, uh, right. Yeah, what uh, pandemic? Uh, y'all, right. y'all didn't follow uh, any of the, the COVID regulations at all down yeah. in Florida. <laughs> y'all were like spring breaking. I saw yeah. all y'all watching. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was crazy. Uh, what pandemic? Right. I, I act like there's a pandemic anyway. Like we're, we kind of are in our own quarantine bubble for the most part. And I don't. I, I I smoke weed, so the best place for me to enjoy a film is on my couch, and that's where <laughs> like so I don't I rarely go to the theater unless it's like a big movie like Jurassic Park where you it begs for the IMAX. Yeah, screen. interesting enough, pandemic again. Well, again, we, the, I'll say this: it was the best worst thing that happened because the pandemic. It, we started it at the perfect time when it was happening, so people were oh. forced to watch. So it boosted our all our, us mm, and all the guests. Okay. That like it was so yes, easy all these to actors get and actresses were out, not out of work, but they couldn't go around interviewing anymore. And they, all of a sudden, just here we were, and like it was like a stroke of yeah. luck or something. I won't say luck because we were putting in the work for it, but it was like people we never no, thought was, we were getting. It was, per, it was like serendipitous yes, timing yeah, time. to be able no. to get to like. Dude. Because we, we were able to build a resume off of these like first guests because mm-hmm. of, because they were stuck at home. And like before the pandemic, it would have been weird to ask somebody to yes. meet you on Zoom. But it became such a normal thing mm-hmm. that we were able to get off, up and running with that. And now the pandemic is, I guess, over. But it, we're not. we have like we this have all these other poor. guests that we could say, you know, look, we've talked to all these people and we're able to keep it going. Which and it's is crazy, crazy, man. One day you guys got to imagine. I know we, we've all seen Die Hard here. One of our first few guests, one of the ones where we wrote, both got stoked about it. We got Argyle. We like <laughs> Argyle didn't know us from a fucking we Adam fucking wow. 30 to 60 days ago. Really? We still stay in contact with him. No, he, oh, no. Nice. Uh, no. Hey, hey, be uh, careful. <laughs> be careful. We, we, well, he stays in contact with us, too. I'll say that. But with that being said, again, you have to understand that I called my brother as soon as we got done with that but so i'm like bro because me and my brother he was the one that got me into watching movies where he was the one said you need to say him he ain't got no no talent uh physical wise send him down there with grandma but he we used to always watch movies when i told him i'm like bro we just talked to fucking argyle like i would never lose my cool on camera but i watched that shit we all know the words to it that's the fucking limo driver that made yeah. us feel yeah. like black people could be yeah. cool on tv and movies <laughs> we can do this shit have you guys noticed um i, I mean it's, it's starting to happen over over time but i've noticed like especially during a pandemic because of the lack of movie theaters being open, like the production quality of like movies and film and the streaming services like Disney Plus or whatever kind of jumped up another notch, right? Before it was maybe once a year, like a Netflix or, or maybe an Amazon pushed out like a, a true movie quality film, like in their budget wise, you know, you know, script wise, whatever production wise, et cetera. Um, have you guys noticed that now? And do you think that trend's going to, I, I'm assuming the trend's going to, to maintain going forward? 
I, I think it will be because here's the thing. I, I, when the pandemic happened, people who didn't know they were introverts and love being home now found that out. See, we already knew yeah. it, it, it is no secret to us, but some people feel like, you know what? I don't like society that much. I don't want to be out there. <laughs> and so I want to, I want to quote uh, the habitual line steppers point earlier. Listen, you got to understand it's a dangerous line you're walking. It is a line step. And I'm going to tell you why, because I'm the same way with you. My movie, I, movie theaters to me are, is like a girl's diary. It's private to me. It's supposed to be this, that, and the other, but I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to lose my fucking mind one day. If somebody's talking, doing a movie and it's like, yeah. adults, like having a fucking regular conversation. I'm like, this bitch know I'm sitting right next to her. We can hear you. Yeah. Okay. True, yeah, true no. story. True story. I went to go see a movie a couple of years ago and there was someone behind me just talking and I got so mm -hmm. annoyed. I started talking back. I'm like, did you, oh, did you see that? I'm like, yeah, so you saw it too. <laughs> right. And I was just getting, and I was hoping they would catch the sign. Be like, oh, maybe shut no. up. It wasn't until after we left the theater. I realized it was a special needs kid. Oh, oh damn. Oh, like, you are a oh, line stepper. Oh, damn. You didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know. Didn't y'all say y'all were cousins? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but karma got me because I ended up tripping down the stairs and twisting my ankle. So I, it all bounced out. It all bounced out. <laughs> <laughs> it all bounced out. The one follower you have is about to unfollow you for that story <laughs> right there. Oh, my gosh. And, and you know what, though? I had similar, no, not similar experience, but you know, that's the, the two things I don't miss about, or the one thing I don't miss about going to movie theaters is the, the people chatting. Like I went to, what was it, a couple of weeks ago when it was like movie theater day when things were like a dollar or something like that for me. So I went to see two movies. I can't remember the first one, but I went to see Dragon Ball, right? Dragon Ball superheroes, 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 whatever it's called. The entire family went, had the like the, the row in front of it, the whole clan, like eight people. And they brought, you know, my pet peeve, one of my pet peeves, I guess I didn't talk about it was people bringing babies to a movie theater. And of course, what did the baby do? Babies cry. The whole entire movie, babies cry. And then the other time, the other movie, uh, an older lady had her phone out with the brightness level maxed out. And she would pick it up every like like 30 seconds and turn it on and just shine the entire theater behind her. And everyone's like looking at her like, is that bright enough for you? <laughs> so I'm gathering that you're, all right, so you guys, the perfect, theater experience for you is uh no old people no babies no yeah. mentally handicapped what? that's the same theater Pee Wee Herman went to Paul Rubin went to that same movie theater you saw what happened to him but no, but no see, I'm, I'm serious about it. you know how they have a no fly list there needs to be a no movie yeah. going because I'm gonna oh, yeah. lose it one of these days because it's it's yeah. in, you know where you're coming to and you're being purposely rude or you don't think I'm here you don't think I matter which is even worse mm -hmm. so let me not not lose it a regular movie goer isn't going to trip I am going to fucking lose it yeah soon if it happens again, you know what? Sorry, let me correct myself really quick because we had another show, and and I apologize for everyone out there. It's not special needs; it's extra needs. It's it's extra. George needs. Carlin might disagree with you on that, man. Well, hey, listen, they get to tell us what to say though. So if they want extra needs, I'll say it. I'll say it. I'm learning. It's it's not midget; it's dwarf. Or is it? Am I saying that wrong? It's it's little person. Little person. That sounds worse, in my opinion. <laughs> but hey, if they want it, I'll give it. <laughs> little little dinklage. You know, actually, you know what sounds worse? Average people, average person. Like now, I feel horrible. I'm tall. I'm not. I'm average. Like you're, yeah, you're just yeah, average. Yeah. Well, average just, person. To suggest that you're average is it to mean the the, the height? Listen, uh, man, I just challenge. gave them something, and now you're gonna take it back. Mm -hmm. Damn reparations. Oh man. <laughs> so. <laughs> We're going to get right into it. Go ahead, Logical Genius. Please explain the next segment of our show. HLS, what's the topic for tonight? The topic of today, and we have the 
perfect host for today's show because it's all about movies. But specific, because we don't do this to ourselves all the time, specific to the 90s. It's the, the best 90s scary movie. Oh, man. Are you saying for the first time ever, we didn't go best of all time? That yeah. we're actually... <laughs> Which I hate. Uh, oh, my gosh. We, we boxed Not ourselves the goat, in the for boat. the first time ever. <laughs> yeah. Whew. All right. All right. Here we go. Progress, man. It only took us like <laughs> eight months to get to this point. But all right, we're here. So Logical Genius, go ahead. Explain Explain the next segment. All right, Royal Durden. This is how we're going to do it. What we're going to do, HLS, Social Jubal, myself, are going to present to you our list Scary movies from the 90s. You are acting as our judge because I think I'm right. HLS is never right. And Sosa Juve is sometimes right. And we just need someone to just tell us who's right. And you guys are the experts in the area. So we need you to help us decide who's right. Because that's all it's about. It's about who's being right. And this is going to be forever. And it's going to be on YouTube forever, for all eternity, all of time. Hey, man, like a calculator, you can count on us. (laughs) All right, bet, bet, bet. HLS, go ahead and uh, explain to them the criteria for judging. You guys are pros at this. You guys have been at this for a long time, so I'm sure you'll get it. The criteria for judging is that there is no criteria. No, nada. You might like the fact that I used to live in Miami, and because of that, you might pick me the winner. (laughs) You might like the fact that my list talks about impact, and impact from movies is everything. You might just like my list because it's the best list. I doubt it. <laughs> but <laughs> either way, the choice <laughs> is definitely <laughs> yours. Whatever you guys decide. Now, the first decision that you guys have to make is who goes first? I know who I want to go third. Wow. <laughs> I'm flipping it because I think I, I want my guy, uh, So-So Jew, to go third because he said his stuff is all about impact. And when you make closing statements, it's all about impact. I so I got like, you. I feel like I got you, you. I feel like you got him in a different way. Like you see something in his eyes that he needs. Extra hey, listen, time man, I'm, I'm, hey, I'm collaborating with all these gentlemen. I don't know what you're doing. Like, listen, y'all always, you people. Yeah, dirty. Dirt, I feel like we're on the wrong foot here, dirty. <laughs> my, my eyes are good. We good. <laughs> Stephen, my boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go ahead, dirty. So dirty, you get to choose who goes first. Go ahead. So I, I think so. So should go first. That's exactly oh. what I said. I know. Okay, so oh, he, he called you out. So, so you're first then. All right, here we go. And, then, go. and can we get habitual lines up a third? And that means the legend, logical genius, is second. The legend is actually pretty accurate, oh. but okay. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. So here we go. This is my five cents on the topic of the best '90s scary movies. And I would like to grab a pen and paper, please. I'm sorry. Oh. Mm. Oh, this is exactly what Martin Luther King wanted. We prepared yeah. and they not. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. There you go. I knew it. There you go. No, no don't go in here or not. Hey, could you grab me a pen too? <laughs> <laughs> Do that work. Get in here. Oh, <laughs> uh, come on out. Let's stay in the house, man. At right. Appreciate it. Thank you. And, and apologize to this man for interrupting him. He was on a roll. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. All good, all good. So this is my five cents on uh, the top 90s scary movies, starting at number five. And I must say that I'm afraid to say the title of this one uh, because I got mirrors near me, and that is Candyman. Tony Todd, the actor himself, is an intimidating-looking individual by himself. So I wouldn't want to mess with him just normal. Now give him some honey. Give him some bees, 
A Hook, Mystical Powers, and Black Man Vengeance. And for the bonus point, he turns the white woman out at the end. Number five, gotta be Candyman, all right? <laughs> Candyman. Damn, you just said it three times. <laughs> Wait, but I, I'm allowed to say up to five. Oh, was it? Okay, I missed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't yeah, that yeah, good yeah, of a move. Yeah, yeah, hey, I, I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> I, I made sure I kept count. I wonder if seeing yourself in the monitor counts as a reflection to Candyman. Oh, oh man, that's... Close your eyes and do the rest of the review. <laughs> <laughs> Number four. What do you get when you put together Bozo the Clown, a red balloon, and Stephen King's warped mind? You get one of the scariest movies of the 90s. The movie It was so good. They even made a remake of it. It definitely up there. Number three. And this one was a a, a launching point for so many people. Drew Barrymore revitalized her career. I know what you did last summer. Final Destination. All these teen thrillers came because of the success of Scream. The costume, the ghost face mask, and more importantly, was just the catalyst to the launch of the scary movie series. And from that, we got the high as fuck ghost face, right? The, the, for those of y'all that watched that series, right? But all that aside, it was well done, well thought out plot uh, that preyed on horror movie stereotypes, plus the cast. You got Nev Campbell, you got Courtney Cox, you got David Arquette. Got Matthew Lillard, Liv Schreiber. It was just a, a, a it was just a, a tremendous cast. Number two, Blair Witch Project. I moved off to college. I live in at Governor Street. It was this like small little apartment. You know, my parents, my sister, my brother, we were all packed in there. And I moved out to college. And my parents called me up and said, "Hey, you know, we <laughs> we moved. We need help with you. You know, moving stuff." So I came back, and we're driving. And we're driving and I'm like, where the heck did y'all move to? (laughs) And it is in the middle of the woods. Blair Witch Project, when homie is looking at the corner, standing in the corner, scared the crap out of me. We were living in the woods at that time. It was, uh, yeah, that left a very big impact on me. But number one, and this is the scariest movie, it might be the scariest movie of all time. The movie Kids. Oh, shit. Yeah. That movie scared the crap out of me. That movie scared the crap out of parents. That movie had me thinking that everyone had AIDS. Yes. Okay? So you got to think about the time frame of this, right? This is like when Pedro from Real World, right? He just passed Mm -hmm. away from AIDS. You know what I'm saying? So you had that going on. Magic Johnson. There was a lot going on with that pandemic (laughs) there. And... That movie, I, it probably wasn't made to be a scary movie, but it scared me. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Casper's here. Yeah, I, I watched. I, I watched a woman get AIDS. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, that's Ooh. gonna be a tough one to top. <clears throat> and that and right and... there is my five cents on it. Who do you want to hear from next? And ladies and gentlemen, that was the So So Jews review of the five. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait. Oh, I'm sorry. They said the the the. Logical loser there. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh no, the oh, legend. He said the legend. No, he said the legend. Revisionist history. They they tend to do that, guys. Revisionist history. <laughs> he did say the legend. You told my he did people? say the legend. The legend. Alternate facts. <laughs> All right, that was a decent list. Halfway decent, you know. Wow, he's uh, he's a judge. It was, he's it was a it was a, a little person list. I think right. It was average. Whatever. Oh wow. Um, 
Oh, but um, here's here's my list, right? And and here's my approach to it. I went with scary movie, right? How do you define a scary movies that freak me out, right? I'm not going horror movies, which is a genre, and a lot of films fit under horror movies, right? Scream, is it scary? No, it's a horror movie. Okay, yeah, it fits under that genre. Genre, but um, number five, I also went with the Blair Witch Project, and, and the reason I went for it because. I think what helped it was the marketing campaign with it, right? Because people were like, is this real? Is this an actual tape? And the marketing was genius on this, right? Pure genius. And people were debating, oh, is it real or not? Is it fake? And they had fake news reports and stuff like that, videotape found, this and that. And it just it just creeped you out because of, of the 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 rawness of the film footage, right? It was on a hand, uh, you know, during to your point, you found that, you know, you had a, access to a handheld camera back in the day and just, you know, HD quality isn't as scary as like the fuzzy 90s quality, you know, film. Mm -hmm. So I think that the, the mystery in the, in the movie and watching it and, and sitting in the theater was just like, everyone was like, what's going on? What's going on? So that aspect of the film made it really, really scary. And number four, I hate this little bastard because he gave me he gave me nightmares when I was younger. The freaking leprechaun. Lubden, the leprechaun was a scary ass motherfucker, right? And for me, scary movies, the, the, the movies that actually scare me are the ones that are based on supernaturals, like you know, ghosts, demon possession, creatures, or whatever. Because if it was like a slasher. And he's coming at me. He's going to learn today. Right. He's going to learn that, you know, I mean, if, if you're taking me out, you're going to be right next to me in the hospital bed. Right. Because a regular dude ain't going to get me. I can't fight a ghost. I can't jump kick a ghost. Right. I'm, what am I supposed to do? Jump kick a ghost. I can't do that. Like, it, it's not going to work. Like, I can't roundhouse. Him. I can't sweep the leg. You know, I can't do any of that. So scary movies for me have to be supernatural. Number three, a big scary movie, uh, really popular and it met met the 90s quality because it came out in 1999 was the sixth sense you couldn't go watch that movie and and like be on your your toes and, and kind of figure out and 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 the film and my shaman give him you know you can knock him for his other movies right after Last that <laughs> <laughs> um but he when he when the way that film was shot the scenes that made you jump you know i mean the kitchen scene the scene with the kid in the tent with the flashlight, the, you know, the quick camera snaps and the sound effects, like it made you jump. It made you it schedule. And it was supernatural. Number two, I also had Candyman. And the reason why I had Candyman was, was the age old debate about like horror, scary, supernatural movies was that it never happens in the hood. Right. All this happens in the suburbs and this and that. Then all of a sudden comes a scary movie based out in the hood. And you're like, damn. I could be in an apartment building built five years ago. You could get got to. You could get got Cabrita to. Green, Cabrita Cabrita you know what I mean? Green. You could, you know, you're not worried about the drug deals. You're worried about Candyman, you know? So the, the drug deals are worried about Candyman as well. So, you know, that, that aspect made it very, very scary. And at number one, I'm going to go with The Ring. Not the remake, the original Ring in 1998 from Japan, Ringu. That movie was scary. Till this day, again, supernatural. It, it had a twist to it. The scene, I, I mean, the newer version obviously had a bigger budget, but the creepiness of the older version, the original version, the scene with the, the girl coming out the television with the, I mean, it's just something freaky about, and that, that, I think that's common now, right? The characters where it's 
a girl with long black hair, wet hair, and a white dress. Like that just scares people now. And then I think in the in the original, they had like this this other character, like the towel boy or something like that, the dude with the towel on his head that never made it to the the remake. But though that movie was very creepy. The, the Japanese film industry knows their their horror movies because that spawned uh, other movies like um, oh, what's the one that came after that? The Grudge. Yeah, The Grudge. Thank you, The Grudge, and, and several sequels to The Ring as well. So, and it was a new twist on it because it was it, it kind of modernized at the time, modernized the the, the horror film um, aspect because before it was always like a haunted house, a graveyard, some possession. Now it was like into tech, you know, modern quote unquote modern technology of film. I think I saw kind of you can probably give credit to the ring for this but a recent horror scary movie from a couple years ago where it's like an app like a, a demon haunted like an app or something like that i forgot the name of it but that movie ring ringu was number one or is number one on my list and that's my five cents and ladies and gentlemen <clears throat> that was a logical geniuses top five thank you you can all use this as your drops later just cut it up <laughs> and then who's over editing we'll sample it <laughs> And from the late great aura that lets Rick James live on, the habitual line stepper. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Quite the introduction. So my five cents on the topic, right? It's all about scary movies. It's all about being scared. So at number five, I have Cape Fear. This movie freaked me out. Robert De Niro, directed by Martin Scorsese, played this crazy, insane rapist who wanted to enact revenge on his lawyer. This movie freaked me out. It, he, he, it earned the Academy Award nominations, Golden Globe, BAFTA. It, 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 it made $182 million on a $35 million budget. Cape Fear. I can't say anything. Number four, Jacob's Ladder. This movie in 1990 stars one of my all-time crushes, Elizabeth Penna. There's a part, because I think she's so cute, that she was like dancing erotically. And there was like some crazy reptile-like thing that she just started getting. It freaked me out. Like this woman that I had a crush on just started dancing with this, this snake-like thing. It, it was crazy. But, so Sir Juve said it earlier, we're talking about impact. That movie in itself inspired the Silent Hill video games. And there was five of them. Not only that movie so impactful and crazy, it came out with a remake in 2019. It wasn't as good, but they did it. Number three, I can't believe you guys didn't mention it's the season, Halloween H2O. And let me tell you what's so special about this one. David wants to know. Durden really wants to know. He wants to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shake your head, Durden. Shake your head. Hall Halloween H2O. H2O. It was the highest grossing film in the franchise when it came out. I think my headphones are messing up. What can you repeat? Number three, H2O, the oh, season. Ha Halloween oh, okay. H2O. It was the highest grossing film in the Halloween franchise when it came out. And it brought Jamie Lee Curtis back to that same character after taking a 17 year break. 17 year break brought Jamie Lee back. And she's at it again. Number two. Number two. <laughs> again, we're talking about scary movies now. Misery. Let me tell you how. Listen, true story, guys. I've met some crazy women in my life. I believe I've it. met some crazy women. <laughs> in my life. The craziness of Kathy Bates 
who kidnapped an author, bound him to the bed, and broke his ankles. Ah! Said chills up my spine. Her performance is so great. She won the Academy Award for Best Actress, and it's the only film based on a Stephen King book to win an Oscar. And last but not least, my number one, The Brother Witch Project. It was on everyone's list, but it was number one. As 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 logical genius said it, the marketing campaign, the marketing campaign was so ingenious and went viral before there was a term called viral. They had a website for this movie with police reports and interviews talking about the missing students, which we all now tend to be fake. So I, I watched this movie thinking, oh, shit, like, this is real. Like, they found these cameras in the woods and they made a movie out of it. This is so crazy. Turned out to be one big hoax. But it garnered $248 million worldwide. Play Witch Project, number one. And that's my five cents on the scariest movies of the 90s. That was the habitual line stepper's review of his top five. <laughs> Interesting. Awesome job. Awesome job. That's interesting. Okay. Just, uh, <laughs> I, why don't you say the words you really mean, uh, logical <laughs> genius? I don't think it's interesting. At all. <laughs> it's like when you go amazing. Yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse Peterson over here. I'm gonna get it's one of those like you can't be silent. You got to say something. So you have to say interesting. Yeah. So at this time, what we're going to do, we're going to do what we call a cross examination. This allows us to be able to pick at each other's list. And of course, you guys uh, have the opportunity to ask some questions, to solicit answers so you can uh, solidify your decision. And for cross-examination. You know, I'll, I'll go first because, so, Sir Juve, you had a decent list. You did. Uh, your list is very respectable. I... I question, I believe it's your number four. Let me double check. It. I believe it's your number four. It. Wasn't it a miniseries? Ooh. It was a made-for-TV miniseries. It came out on ABC. It, it is billed as a TV movie. Yeah. On, uh, it was just split into two parts, but it is technically a movie. No. Mm, okay. That That's... Okay. That that's a good try there. Thank you, Dirty. Thank you, Dirty. Thank you. That's all I got. I got, I got nothing else to say. Thank you. <laughs> I'm, not, I, I'm not. I don't want to. No, I'm not. I don't. I'm no, you're perfect. Side. I'm you're just on the side. Of the that's why you're here. You're you're the expert. You guys are the experts. You got to clarify some points. HLS. If I play in devil's advocate really quick here, and I because I looked at you when he said this, he said Cape Fear, which is a great pick. He said, man, it was just crazy, insane rapists. I mean, but aren't they all crazy and insane? I mean, some of them are very logical. <laughs> True. Thanks, though. Fair. Fair. My problem with HLS, I, he had me with Jacob's Ladder. He lost me with H2O. Oh, Thank so you. The ladder was for you to climb out of the water. Listen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Listen. You're, you're telling me you were scared from that movie. That movie scared you. Listen. H2O was the highest grossing at that when it came out of the whole Halloween franchise. Okay, it's okay. Such, well, hold on. You're hold not on. answering the question. That's hold not the on. question. Is it scary? Yeah. I'm not talking about box office success. I'm talking yes. about scary. Yes. That scared, scared you? Me. It's softer yes. than I thought. 
that it, it, sca- it scared him how much money it made. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, exactly. See, see, fellas, fellas, you, for anyone who hasn't, who hasn't listened to our best sequels episode, TTFT, which is the best Toy Story movie? You, you I would say, say Toy Story 3. Thank you. And this is where HLS says the best sequel in Toy Story is which one? Listen, it doesn't matter. I won. I won. <laughs> I love y'all. So I love you. So I'm not going to lie. Get over it. Get, get over it. I, I, I won. It doesn't matter. It, it still doesn't answer the I, fact I, that you were scared by Halloween H2, which I is, was, I, I was find scared. that highly I, I, unlikely. I, I, HLS, was. again, I kind of got to agree with the logical genius on this. The only reason why is because he's, he's getting you with a... Uh, Basically, the facts, which is you guys are talking about the scariest movies, but at the same time, um, logical genius, one could say maybe what scared him was the most that he didn't think it was going to be good, and it was, and then he got all these accolades. So maybe that's what scared but him. It wasn't. It wasn't good. But that's <laughs> no, no, that's your opinion. I don't like it either. Oh, but that's, HLS that's, likes it. He's a line stepper. This is a yeah, it's true. Okay, he is a line stepper. He is a line stepper. It seems like you put a little bit too much uh, emphasis on how much the movies are made in general. I noticed that the box office is a very important thing to you, but some of the best movies made almost no money. A lot of this is true. I mean, you, this is fair. My movie, none of my movies would ever make your list because they're. And I'm in like two or three of them, so (laughs) they should have hit by now. I like to think that they're acceptable. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. The reason I stress box office is because I'm not alone. I'm not alone. There are other people that feel the same way. Yeah, 280. That's a testament to the marketing, not the that's actual true. product. And, that's, and, and honestly, that could be that the film, whether it's a horror, horror movie action, it was entertaining enough for people to go watch. Very true. Entertainment Very doesn't true. equate to scary, I don't think. Well, scary, scary is a personal thing. Yeah, so yeah what scares exactly. you? Yeah, 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 so arachnophobia scared the shit out of me. Some people love spiders. This now, is fair. This I wanted fair. to get to So So Juve. Um, I, I want to, uh, like I said, I know we're doing cross-examination. Uh, one thing I connected with you on is when you brought up the movie Kids, because here's the thing, like you, like we're talking about, what's scary to yeah. you? An outbreak and disease and all this shit that's going on. If I want to go, I want to go in my sleep or high on marijuana or just <laughs> holding my daughter in her arms or something like that. I don't want to go because of some the world could, could like, global warming like shit's fucking with me so 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 i i I connected with you on that yo i mean what's really crazy about it is the guy was the virgin stealer you know so like (laughs) what kind of name is that (laughs) no is this this the rapist from cape fear yeah his offspring it must have been like it might have been his offspring because they do look alike oh boy (laughs) and what's worse is that actor actually pops back up in the tv show the wire and he has the monster in that show too. Like he has mm. in that show too. So like, demons no. don't die, man. They just go on. You seen the, the show Supernatural? They just go into another body. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They go into another fucking body. That's it. I was let down that Candyman made it on so many lists, being like upheld is because it's like it broke boundaries with being like a, taking it to the the urban area well you're a black child no but no my so problem, then that's why you're not scared we were I'm and we were in these mirrors <laughs> we were in I, the i'm just trying to tell yeah, you yeah my knock 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 can i finish my no. fucking sentence before you, saying, I just, I, I, you are thinking that i'm going to say what every other white person would say no. and you're wrong okay what i was going to say if i may is people under the stairs came out one year before it true mm-hmm. and that wasn't on any list how come? Oh, 
Oh, so I, I, can, I can say from my list, I can say why, but we can talk about that later if you want. But for my for, for my particular reason, the 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 thing that the reason why Candyman uh, got me was because it it scarred me when I was younger. Right, same thing with The Exorcist. Right, Exorcist obviously wasn't made in the nineties, but it, it scarred me as a child. What my brothers, my older brothers, used to fuck with me is I'm in the bathroom, walk in, say Candyman five times, close the door, clean off the lights, and, and like traumatized me. That would fuck with me. That would fuck. I'm like, what the? What the hell? Part of the reason claustrophobic. I told you that shit. Yeah, it would freak me out. And and for me, the supernatural aspect. I can't. People in the stairs wasn't. It was about. I mean, crazy family, right? The brother and sister, or or, that were married, but they weren't like supernatural, like aspects to it. So it didn't meet my criteria, my personal criteria for a scary movie. There was another scare. Okay, but to that point, if I can play devil's advocate again, I hope we're not getting off subject. But while we're talking about Candyman, me and him brought up a subject, a point when we did our review, which was we found it crazy that there was a to Soso's point. There was another crazy aspect of Candyman, not just more than the lore and all this other stuff. I mean, think about it. I'm not being funny, but really, it's not a stretch. What did our parents tell us? If anybody tries to give you something like run away, they could be creeps. He's coming out of a wall, handing pe- little kids candy. Candy, like, yeah. like he could have been a pedophile. Yeah. We don't, we don't know. There's so many undertones yeah. to what's going on here, mm-hmm. so it's scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's scarier for white people because if you're, if you're, uh, uh, like I said in the episode, like Candyman's like, uh, like a superhero almost for black people. He's out for vengeance, like against white people. I, ne- I never the saw crimes- a superhero, huh? I you never know? said I was scared as fuck. Like so when a logical he, I mean, genius, I was scared. That happened to me. My the... brother threw me in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. They split the fucking lights. They yeah. just come off right there. One, two, three, yeah. They let them bitches go. I'm like, oh, I guess I am doing movies one day because I'm freaked the fuck out. Like, <laughs> when he came at the in the remake though, he came floating around. Oh, that was sweet that as was, fuck in the remake. That was, that was, oh, that shit? It was like Superman. Now that was a superhero. <laughs> B man. I'm sorry, guys. B man. That's that's funny. Logic, you brought up that. Supernatural stuff scares you. Like I'm the exact opposite. I'm really more, uh, like, what did what did you say? Like they're gonna find out. Like if it was like uh something they're gonna like learn today. Or... Yeah, they come at me. They're gonna learn today. See, right I right next to that... the hospital bed with me, where they send me, I'm sending them with. I don't me. have that confidence. If if, that slasher, <laughs> if a slasher comes to me, they're gonna find out what that's my blood what the same looks cast like. Nope. <laughs> that's what the same cast of Nope thought when that monkey fucked that entire setup except that little boy. They, it came for them. Like we gonna go down. Oh, that monkey fucked everybody up on set. <laughs> Sorry. All right, fellas. So it's it's showtime. Oh wow! Damn. How, how do we do this? Because it's two of us. We and, and sometimes me and him don't agree. So should we just both tell you who we think? The how do how do how do y'all so do b- it? Before you do it, before you do it, here's the thing: we don't care about second. Who came in last and who came in first? If you guys want to to do it together and come in some sort of agreement, that's up to you guys. If you can, yeah. I feel like we'll be here forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like we'll be here forever. As okay. Well. So before so, we say this, I so was, this will be a first then. Yeah, this two, will be a first. Two, okay. You know, crew, yeah. crew members get a, a victory going on in that episode. So before we say this, I, I want to be honest with you guys. Like literally, you guys are a fucking blast, man. Like all the, I don't feel like there. I'm not copping out. I don't feel like there's a loser or a winner here because you guys made your list. Like we know you did your research. It you had. <laughs> There's a loser. No, no man. I no, I, yeah, when they get off camera, it's a loser. But for a seriously, like this is a, a fun fucking conversation. It's flowing. It's like we feel like we've been doing this shit with you guys for a while, and you must come on our show sometimes. Seriously. Oh, guys. definitely. Oh, yeah, yeah right. you guys were great as well. You guys were yeah. great as well. Your insight is right, so really that, helpful. Watch this. So with that being said, Durden, who's your first loser? Who is third place, Durden? Durden, who you got? Uh HLS. <laughs> One because H H two O is like enough, but it's just 
the, the, the money doesn't matter. Okay. There you go. There we go. Royal, Royal. Who do you have? I mean, I like all you guys. Plane. So I'm just gonna swing it back to Dave. And I'm fucking with. I got. I got. Yeah. Okay. 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 Um, Jacob's ladder was a great pick, though. Thank that you, man. Hey, man. Don't, hey, hmm. don't try to pick him back up. You just threw him down. <laughs> 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 all right. Um. Damn it, man. Ah. Oh shit. Fuck. This shit is fucking hard, man. Did you like Halloween H2O? Hey, man, don't be, don't, stop talking to me right now, okay? <laughs> All right, fucker. Uh, Remember, there's no criteria. I know, but, I know. For, for, this is a podcast, ladies and gentlemen, and what what Royal is doing is flipping through his notebook. All the notes are weird. Very intense right now. Notes. Funny want... thing is he's flipping back and forth on one page, so it's not like he wrote a lot of notes. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to put a visual to this, there's like an 11-minute montage of him yeah. doing this on our channel. It is. Uh, oh. Damn it, man. HLS. Ooh. No, but no, but no, but no, it, no, it was, it was, it was, no, it was double no. Whammy. no, it's not a double whammy. Almost came back, but it was, it was, it was a little bit of the H2O, but it was that fucking rapist comment from the fucking Cape Fear. I couldn't overcome it. <laughs> I was ready to. It fucked me. I'm sorry. Hey, man, we're hey. still cool, man. We're still cool, bro. Still oh, cool. man. It's fine. It's fine. I was on the I Top Gun Maverick. Hey, oh, Top Gun man. Maverick is the best fucking sequel of all time, though. There you go. Okay. 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 At least you're there with but we that. Have top, yeah, whenever you're yeah. watching the man, hit me up. I'll watch it at the same time. We got <laughs> bet, 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 bet. All right, then. Durden, we do not care about Moment of two. truth. We want to know who number one is. Because uh, Candyman, I agree, is great. It was fantastic. Scream, Wes Craven is so, I, I love him. Blair Witch is, uh, is, has to be on the list. And Kids is the, uh, is the most amazing pick of the night. Uh, so So Juve is my number one. Okay. Is here. Okay. Okay. Jeff is here. Because yeah, Kids is the most terrifying movie of the 90s. I was afraid to touch the backs of gas pumps so i was checking my seat in the theater i did not want to get casper there was a, a fucked up casper in the 90s and it was in that movie casper the friendly ghost okay all right okay so you okay. all right royal moving royal, on you for you now. I'm, I'm gonna give it i'm gonna be honest with you and i'm gonna tell you though the reason why they went this could have went either way but the reason why they went it went the way it was because you guys said there was it, it was up to the person that's the only reason why yep. because if you, i'll just be honest the most complete list I did give it to the logical genius, but my favorite was So So Juve. And I'm gonna tell you why, because I compare it more to the fact that you did, first off, everybody had, listen to me, everybody had Blair Witch Project. Mm -hmm. Kids fucks with me a lot because of that whole the, the, the body shit type shit happening. I hate fucking clowns unless, unless it's killer clowns from outer space. And he had Candyman and he had Scream and he impactfully talked about why. So I think he proved this case a little bit more. His list. Like one of his moves on everybody's list, so it gave him the edge. And then he didn't make any slip ups like the rapist thing, because all rapists are crazy. <laughs> then, don't get me wrong, TLG. TLG list was, I would see your list online. If we had to publish a list online, I think yours would be the one where people would review and say this is a complete list. But for me, it's so so juice. Okay. Wait, does that make me a double champ? Do I get two wins for this? Talk to 
<laughs> we got to talk to the first people. We got we got a double loser and a double champ. Hey, first, hey, hold on. They're never ever. inviting us back again. This is the last time they invite us back. We might we might have to invite you guys separately. <laughs> oh, depending on what the criteria is, yes. We're yes. gonna invite we're gonna invite TT and then FT is gonna show up afterwards oh, yeah, or something like, like that. that. There you I go. Like that. Next next, next like time you guy. can bring Annie. Bring Annie along. Yeah. Oh, oh. Hey, it can be three versus oh. three. I'll, I'll hit you up. Never, okay, so what I'm going to do, if it's okay with you guys, really quick, is it okay? Because we did, we always do our research, and really quick, can we go through our five that we have? Of course. Oh, that, that was, was, was going you know, to be our next you know, question. What would you want your five cents? Because if you didn't win, you get to like poke holes in our whole fucking list. And if you did win, you'd be like, man, the boy's right. <laughs> All right, really quick. I'm going to just go, go really quick. All right, so for me... um. We'll go back and forth. I'll start with my number five. Uh, my number five, and oh, I did make notes of. Yeah, acts. man. Oh, okay, adopt, adopt their format. Go through your whole thing. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Thank. You. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. When yes. in Rome. Yes, sir. Do as the Romans do. My number five for me was uh thinner. Oh. Because like, don't get me wrong. Like they had it's not AIDS, but to see some that that shit fucked with me. Like I was like like to uh logical logical genius's point. This is a different type of scary. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's not slasher. It's Fucking slashing calories by the fucking minute. Um, um, yeah, um fucking uh number um number four for me was of course I want to say uh Silence of the Lambs. Hello, mm. especially mm-hmm. with this Dahmer shit that just happened. I was yeah, doing yeah. research like are these that, motherfuckers on the Laura K. Wet episode. The fucking you've called me. Tell me a quote from Silence of the Lambs. Oh my god. Oh. My number three. Is of course uh Tales from the Hood. Uh, I'm yeah. sorry, I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. First off, and that was the first and only time I've seen David Allen Grill look like he could really be a, a woman beater. That shit scared mm-hmm. the fuck out of me. He made me laugh. I'm in liver color, Jamaji, all this other shit. Yep. Happy go lucky. Oh, that's my guy. And then like that motherfucker like bitch, and he hit that whole show. That nigga, who the fuck is he <laughs> I thought he was going for the fucking Oscar. Shit. Side side note, when I called him and I said, Hey, we're, we gotta come up with uh five ninety movies from the horror, I started throwing out suggestions for him and uh, uh Tales from the Hood was one of them, and he gave me shit like I was because <laughs> it was already on my fucking list. <laughs> I was right though. You were white though, you were and <laughs> all right, so um, my number two was Candyman, and it was on everybody's list. And so, like I say, this is also why you got the edge so so because I think you named almost one. Well, as soon as you said Candyman, I was like looking at who had something that was on my personal list. That's what I would divulge to. So we already said all the reasons why. And again, the scariest person with a hook, other than Captain, and yeah. uh, actually, <laughs> well, yeah, and uh, other than that, scarier than Captain, yeah, scarier, oh, much yes. scarier. And my number one was Misery. That Kathy mm. Bates shit fucked me. Oh, it, it still does this fucking thing. So you guys, he randomly that. puts his hands in the air. You guys saw that, right? It's just random, right? It's just random, right? It's just that random sometimes. PC, physical Tourette's. But I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, seriously, no. She, like, seriously, like, she yeah. is fucking giving this motherfucker mess. It's like, she's strong enough to pull him out of an accident. Then I'm your number one fan. Now, all of a sudden, I'm, you know, I was okay with her being the number one fan. You know what? Like, she fucked me up when she wanted to be the number one critic. Bitch, don't tell me to rewrite mm. my shit. Yeah. And you yeah, ain't yeah, that right. like, that's what's scary. Don't my shit in the fire. What? So misery for me. Okay, okay. All right. My honorable mention was Blair Witch Project because of the marketing campaign and that last scene with the kid in the corner. That was scarring. The marketing was amazing. Amazing. Um, my number five is Demon Knight, Tales from the Crypt. Billy Zane is awesome. Uh Sadler. Uh, uh HLS for you that made 21.1 million. 
Number four was uh... <laughs> man, you kicking his grave. What are you oh doing? Oh my dude? gosh! Not, go. I mean, third place wasn't enough, but damn, Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, Frighteners was number four. Peter Jackson, like yeah. you got the Lord of the Rings director doing this like campy comedy horror with Michael J. Fox as the lead and Jake Jake Busey as the uh, antagonist. 30 million HLS. Uh, number three, <laughs> Pet Cemetery 2. Um, I love Pet Cemetery. Uh, yeah. A lot of people get Pet Cemetery 2 shit because it's nowhere near as good as yeah, the original. It's not. But it's no. still a hell of a lot of fun just because of Clancy Brown as the stepfather with the, the mashed potatoes scene and when mm-hmm. he, you know, runs the family into the uh the truck of oranges. That just it's a lot of great moments. So the great soundtrack, just a cool 90s horror movie. Number two is Stir of Echoes, 1999. That was just well, the remake when they did that scene where he went into the um, the basement, the trance. No, oh, yeah, 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 trance, and he's like floating, and it says like uh, breathe or something on the uh, or dig on the uh, screen. It was like, this is so weird and trippy for a Mm -hmm. horror movie, it's so different, especially with all the stuff that was coming out in the 90s. And um, I feel like Sir Beckers didn't get nearly the amount of love that it should have. Psychology project for doing that movie. Well, yeah, I think I think Sir Beckers, I had it on my list and took it up because I felt like it was too close to the sixth sense but like and, and people that, tend when it came out because it came out around the same year i think um they were written around the same time yeah yeah so people like, were were comparing it to that and box office wise you know for hls's purposes the sixth sense did better i think hey man um, hey, y'all leave my dog but, alone man i'm not gonna have this <laughs> hls hate now but go I, back. I appreciate it, Royal. I appreciate like, it. The the sixth sense has an amazing last five minutes. But rewatchable rewatchability wise and like actually Trash. like really deep stir of echoes. I mean, it goes into it's it's just a really dark, yeah, you're right. Because awesome once film. once you reveal the plot of, of the sixth sense, you really Here, can't go back. But when you watch it the first time, the, yeah. the mystery of everything, like it, it got they, they had a really like a lot of good scenes where it just got you to jump, right? That, that I think that's that's of a scary movie, just you jump. Stir of Echoes beats Six Sense off of by one scene, and it's when uh he's digging all throughout the backyard and he's spraying the water into the hole, and the mm-hmm. wife comes out, she's like, What are you doing? Clearly, she's asking, Why the fuck are you digging all over the backyard? Mm-hmm. The water softens up the dirt. That's his response. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's this was so Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon's just so damn cool in it. Um, and it, man, it, and orange juice like had to skyrocket sales when uh, that film came out. Anyways, after, uh, after that film right there, yeah, I'm number, like, Six Sense. I watched that in the movie uh, theater, and it was one of the like movies that there was the scene where the girl like throws up. You know, because you've been drinking like the pine salt. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert. If y'all haven't seen The Sixth Sense, I don't know where you've been, but <laughs> it's too late now. That scene right there, I jumped up in the movie theater and I was so mad. I like, oh, yeah. I was like, fuck. Yeah. It was like, yeah. it got me. So, yeah. like, yeah. And there's a lot of simple there. scenes that made you jump. Like, there was one where it was like the door and the chick just like quickly walked. But it was the sound effects because they threw in that boom sound, that, that especially in the theater with the surround sound. Just, just got you. So, dude, M Night Shyamalan is really good at jump scares. Like the best jump mm-hmm. scare in all of cinemas and signs. Simple shit. Home yeah. video where the alien that. just crosses yeah. the frames. Like, oh man, an alien never scared me. So Swing much away. Swing away. Yeah. yeah. It's just, um, it's just a shame that everything had to be some major pot 
plot twist for him like in his movies yeah like, oh, who yeah, would have yeah, thought yeah. the grinch would have scared you so much let right let the plot happen <laughs> so if he was smart happen. the plot twist in his next film would be that there's absolutely no twist <laughs> right yeah that was yeah, the happening right. last plot twist the happening mm-hmm. he did it uh my number one is john carpenter sam neil do you read sutter kane in the mouth of madness um it is a it but like to me, Nightmare on Elm Street is the best horror franchise ever because it takes you into a world where the stuff that you see in horror films, the outlandish crazy shit, it makes sense because you're in a nightmare. And the only other horror film that I saw that like could go into the realm of like fantastical horror shit and still like have it grounded in reality because of the plot that they set up was in the Mouth of Madness because it's about a a guy, Sam Neill, who is uh, trying to find a missing uh, horror author, kind of like Stephen King. And he ends up like slipping into the world of this horror author that he that this that this author created and becomes a part of his book. So like mm-hmm. all the like these weird uh, HP Lovecraftian monsters are like taking over the town and um, it's like an adult R.L. Stein type shit going on. Uh, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, twist uh, but yeah it's just, it's, <laughs> just such a, uh, it's such a fun movie like he's riding in a bus at one point and uh the author is like speaking to him in his mind he's like did i ever mention that my favorite color is blue and he looks around and then just like everything is blue the bus all the people the clothes him but it's, it's just a real wacky trippy you never yeah. know what's going to come around the corner and the creepiest scene like we're talking about scary what makes that film so scary is there's this like one scene where they're entering into the town and this guy comes riding by them on a bicycle and that's all i'll say because i don't want to ruin it for anybody that hasn't seen it yet uh it's just it's a very creepy fun film so guys what do you think horrible and, and, list. And, i know and, it and, and know it. it only made 8.9 million in the box <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn it man number one all right your list were good good movies good movie yeah, I, agree. I agree yeah definitely and this is why we bring you onto the show to settle our debate because we're yeah, a family of straight. know-it-alls and you know i don't know if you have a know-it-all in your family but we got three of them so we well, appreciate we're the you guys of our family so it kind of just <laughs> yeah. each oh we we play these little quizzes sometime for our show to where we'll take a quiz live and and it's life or death between us sometimes he'll win sometimes i'll win but it's like we take movie quizzes lives because those are unbiased at that point it'll just say 80s movies quiz we all do it at the same time so mm-hmm. the, the score is the score so uh one thing you know one i think one honorable mention for the show let me ask my raise of hand a scary movie that i think Maybe some like raise a hand on an audio podcast. Well, yeah, that's my, snap, snap your fucking fingers. <laughs> I, I mean, HLS has been doing it all night, so I mean, okay. why not? <laughs> that being said, okay, by by voice, I, I guess. What who who's seen Murder of Crows with Cuba Gun? I think that was fucking scary, and that was awesome. Nobody murdered. I want to say I have, but I don't remember the 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 plot. He, like, like he stole some guy's uh, script, uh, but the guy really didn't die. He thought the guy died, and the guy was a thespian actor. And he's, he went, Cuba Gooden Jr. makes like 20 to $50 million off the book. The guy comes back and plays different actors in his life and sets Cuba Jr. up to go, Jr. Up to, go to jail for the rest of his life. Oh, but he plays like him. four or five different actors in the movie. It's him. It's the guy that Cuba Gooden Jr. thought was dead. That he stole the the, the he's like, Right, because he's an ultimate yeah. method. Because the, the, the night he came over there, the guy was researching for some drunk or drug role. So he passed out, but the script was there. He took the script of the book and he made it a book. 
Mm-hmm. And so the guy came back in his life and played all these little method actors and fucked them up. Murder of Crows, man. Kids, mm-hmm. kids, wow. Wow. I have to check me. that one out. Yeah, but I can't say that I saw that. I don't remember that. Kids is the call of the I night. caught it one night when I got grounded, but it was worth it. <laughs> so Royal and Durden, what we do is we go ahead and ask the people what they think about the topic. Logical genius. Do you happen to have the people's poll? Yeah, I mean, uh, people mentioned the same ones that we've mentioned. We hit up the socials, um, all two followers that we have, one of them being HLS's follower. Um, <laughs> but uh, they mentioned the same things, Candyman, uh, The Sixth Sense. People on the stairs came up. Uh, Silence of the Lambs came up as well. Uh, so not much new in terms of what the people said, but they they kind of reference all the same ones that we we touched on. Nice, nice, nice. So, fellas, it was an absolute pleasure. Was yes, indeed. Before, before you rock out, is there any social media you want to shout out, or uh, any of your projects that you want to shout out? Go ahead and plug your plug your show. So, if you guys want to find us, first and foremost, just Google TTFT show. You'll find a lot of things. You'll find our website TTFT.live. You'll be able to find us on YouTube uh, TTFT show. Now, if you're looking for Durden, he's many places. Uh, usually riding HLS's coattail about fucking box office receipts. <laughs> me, Mr. Royal, you'll find me supporting the show, uh, supporting my daughter who's in college. Shout out fam you, paying it for it out of my pocket with my child's mother. Love you. Um, but guys, listen, uh, that's where you can find us at. But guess what? If you can't find us when these guys come on our show, you'll know where to find them. So eventually you'll find us. And that's the fucking promo. Uh, do you got any Instagram, Twitter, anything like that? Any handles you want to shout out? TTFT show, all places. Yeah, TTFT Patreon, show. Twitter, it's all the same thing. Patreon, Twitter, okay. all the business, TTFT show. And, and seriously, guys, like we love film so much and we want people to love what they do. So we appreciate what you guys are doing. All we can say is just keep going, keep learning, keep getting better because it it's worth it in the end. Like, like I say, when we see people that have been in A-list actors movies and, and been A-list actors themselves come and tell us, hey, we appreciate what you guys are doing. I've never had an interview like this. These people have been interviewed for their whole fucking career in life. Mm-hmm. And for them to say those things to us, yeah, we're not monetarily rich yet, but at the same time, we know it wasn't a fucking waste of time. The yeah. work that we put in got us there. And we want you guys, if you love what you're doing, to continue doing what you're doing because this has been a blast. Like, as we don't get to be on the other side of the interview, we're <laughs> yeah. like 99% of the time doing it. So to be over here, it's like, this is fun. Hey, we, we're, we're glad you guys enjoy yourselves. We had we always have a blast doing these interviews Hell and yeah. meeting different people. So yeah. it's always it's always a good time. Yeah, HLS, so, if they're giving you shit and you need a ringer one day, just call me in, man. I'll come in free of charge. You know, I'll just let me, I don't, I don't lie. I feel like they're ganging up on you. And I don't, they I, always I don't like do. It, it's the same joke over and over again, but I can take it. It's all right. I mean, so like, not, I mean, it might be something that you need to investigate within yourself, and then the joke would stop happening. Some soul searching. Yeah. <laughs> we, all right, then. So HLS, on one of our other shows. So oh, to, I'm sorry, right. man. I have to. It's. I feel uncomfortable in situations like this, so I have to zero in on somebody to to make myself <laughs> less awkward. And it was you tonight. Nice, <laughs> nice. All right, so HLS. Go ahead as our double loser. Say goodnight to the people. Oh, my God. Good night, everyone. We'll get them next time. Logical genius. Good night, people. Uh, we'll get them next time. HLS never gets them next time. Oh, man. Hey, and, and people, you already know who it is. 
I just have to say thank you to my two guests. Your decision-making was quite impeccable. It was just really fantastic. <laughs> I, I just got to say that. And and thank you for not advocating for the uh, rapist advocate over here. I don't know what HLS was thinking. I don't know. I, I didn't advocate. That was terrible. <laughs> but Royal and Durden, please, please, please go ahead and say good night to the people. Good night, people. Good morning. Good afternoon. In the case I don't see you. Good night. And that's the Truman Show. <laughs> Guys, it's been a blast. And listen, let's all use our flux hey, capacitors don't... to change the past and make the future better.